Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Very excited. We're just a couple days away from the NFL season getting underway. Officially a real game. It counts. Thursday night football. Chiefs against a pretty interesting Detroit Lions team. And to make sense of it, to talk a little NFL our guy, Steve Berline, longtime former NFL quarterback, NFL analyst, joins me now. What's up, Steve? Bill, man, it's what a week. Fired up about everything that's going on in the world, but especially about week one of the NFL season, man. It's a great time of year. Uh, Steve, I'm so pumped. And we Look, we know what the Chiefs are. We know how, obviously, how good they are, how good Mahomes is. Are you on the hype train? Are you on the belief train for, for Detroit? Do, do you think... In that division, in the NFC, they can be legitimately compelling as at least a playoff team, maybe more. You know, I do look at them as a playoff team for sure, and, and, and that's the kind of team I think that uh, you look at how young they are and how, how talented they are um, in both sides of the ball. You know, their, their defense obviously uh, can get better, but I, I think they're a very – uh, capable defense, and then I think they're the kind of team in general that if they get the confidence going early in the season and and stay healthy, which as we know is a key for everybody, um, they they could do some damage. And you know they got a quarterback. Say what you want about Jared Goff, uh, but he's proven to be pretty darn resilient. How he's rebuilt himself there in Detroit, and he's already played in one Super Bowl. It didn't go great, but he's been there before, and. Uh, I think his teammates look at him and they realize that and they believe that if they if they do what they're supposed to do, he can find a way to get his job done and give them a chance to be a really good football team. So I, I have them really as the best team in that division and, and one of the top you know three teams potentially in the NFC. So I, I really like the Detroit Lions. I'm very bullish on them and wouldn't be surprised if they went deep this year. Steve, obviously a a pretty stiff challenge for them to start the season against the Chiefs. But if you're looking for silver linings, if you're playing Kansas City, at least from a non-Kansas City perspective, Chris Jones is still holding out. He's obviously massively important to what Kansas City does defensively. To what degree do you think this does or doesn't imperil the Chiefs' goals and aspirations if this holdout becomes a long-term reality? Well, I think as far as Chris Jones and the Chiefs go, I mean that 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 is a he he is obviously the key to that defense, and I think without him as the force that he is, uh, 
defense or what, you know, using him how they do use him and the impact that he makes, uh, I think they're a very average defense. I, I don't think there's anybody else on that defense that really scares anybody. And so uh, you get one guy like that, it's like if the New York Jets lost Quentin Williams, you know, uh, he, he's you – know, those. these are the guys that really, when offenses look at the game plan for the week, they say, this guy right here is a game wrecker. If we cannot control him, uh, we do not have a chance. And Chris Jones is one of those guys. He knows he's one of those guys. And that will be uh, a huge story throughout the course of the year. And as far as Detroit goes, in playing them in week one, I think it's a perfect scenario for them. You know, where, Even if they lose the game, uh, to start the season 0-1 is not, as we, as we all know, that's not the end of the world for them. Uh, but it'll give them a great chance to to really measure themselves, see where they're at, and if they do find a way to come out on top and win that game, you know they're off and running. They've beaten the world champs, and they believe they can beat anybody now. So uh, I think it's a it's a really interesting and exciting game uh, to start this season off, and it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how it works out. Steve, do you have any worries or concerns about the Chiefs taking a step back just in terms of offensive production or just the level they're at or after whatever we're at four years of Mahomes? Is it for you just a lock that they're going to be what we expect them to be? Well, I, I don't think it's a lock at all. I think that division is a little bit sneaky uh, good uh, compared to, to, I think, what people, um, uh, you know, I think coming out of last year with the taste they had in their mouth about the AFC West. I'm not too strong with what happened with the Chargers, with what happened with the Broncos. Um, I think you look at them and you say, uh, this is a year that, that if they if they start slow like they did last year, uh, and, and, and they've, they've shown they've had a propensity to kind of come out of the gates a little bit slow uh, the last couple of years. Um, you know, I think one of these other teams, and they're Justin Herbert and the L.A. Chargers, if uh, I almost said San Diego again, but if they come out hot and get going and stay healthy, I think they can play with anybody. I think Denver with Sean Payton in control now is going to kind of really change that thing, turn it around. If they get some confidence going, if Russell just plays decent, well, the Denver Broncos can be a good football team. So I, I think that there's, uh, it, it's going to be real. It, it's very, very hard for anybody to sustain and keep it going for, more than a couple years in a row. And the Chiefs have been so amazing with Patrick Mahomes. But, you know, they're due for a little bit of a, a slip, I think. And uh, I think there's a lot of teams that are hungry to try and knock them off that perch. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened this year. Steve Berline here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Steve, contracts, money, right? Got Folks want to get paid what they think they're worth. That That's the reality of the world. Certainly the NFL Bosa holding out. We talked about Jones holding out. Mike Evans going to want to get paid. I mean, it's just it's the deal. Joe Burrow is still waiting to get a new contract with the Bengals. Is there any reason from your perspective, any concern that this hasn't been done yet? Or do you think this is just a matter of it's a big number, they're going to get it done, and everything will be copacetic in Cincinnati? I, I think it's a, it's a matter of time. And I, I love the way that Joe Burrow's handling it. And, uh, you know, he's not not rocking the boat. Uh, everybody knows that, that he's, he's a team guy. He's there, and he, he's going to uh, show up ready to go whether they get that contract done this week, next week. Whenever they get it done, uh, he, he's, he's not going to let that distract the football team. And I love that about him. He, he's, he gets it. Uh, he, he's a guy that um, knows what he's worth, knows who he is. 
Uh, Cincinnati, I think, understands that as well. I think he's proven that to them, and uh, they're going to work this thing out. There's no doubt in my mind. And, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's, if it's announced today, to be honest, or tomorrow going into the season to kind of give this team that lift as they start off uh, this 2023 season. Uh, but I have zero doubt it's going to get done here very soon because he deserves it, and both sides want to get it done. Steve, we've talked a lot, a lot the last few years about Deshaun Watson for, for reasons that largely have very little to do with football, but but he's back. It'll be the first full, complete season. And I, I don't know if people remember this or not, but before he left the game for the reasons that he did, statistically, I mean, he was almost at a Mahomes level, like what he could do. What is the likelihood you think he can reclaim his form and that Cleveland can be in a really difficult AFC, a legit, a legit team, a legit contender? You know, I have very little doubt that he can do it physically. Uh, he's still at, a, at an age where uh, he can do all the things that made him special. And, and for the record, he he was one of my top, you know, three quarterbacks in the NF, NFL before all this stuff happened. I loved the uh, trajectory that he was on and what he had proven uh, early in his career and the kind of player that he was. But, you know, the, it, it's like – you know, Tiger Woods going through what Tiger Woods went through. I'm not comparing him, you know, to Tiger in terms of how great Tiger was versus where Deshaun was. But in terms of when you go through some something like that, a public humiliation, and and your whole world is turned upside down literally for an extended period of time, it is very, very difficult to get your mind right and to get back and get that confidence level back up. I did not see the look in his eye last year at any point uh, that I was used to seeing out of him when he was really at the top of his game. Uh, again, I don't doubt if he could do it physically. It's just a matter of whether he can get to the point where he can put it all behind him and just say, hey, you know what? What's done is done. I am still Deshaun Watson. I'm still capable of being one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and I can do this. I'm going to show everybody. Uh, I, they have a good enough team around him where they should be a contender. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, but that's going to be one of the great storylines this year, and it's a a huge year for Deshaun Watson because we know, we all know, if he struggles again this year, uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him and that organization as to whether or not this is going to be the the right fit moving forward. Uh, Steve Berline, is there anything you saw in the preseason, understanding that the preseason is the preseason, that changed or, or reinforced your view of any of these young rookie quarterbacks on whom there's going to be some, some serious expectations this upcoming season? No, you know, there really hasn't been anything. There's nothing that I think has happened that has really, uh, you know, made me believe that any one of these guys is a sure thing. Uh, I, I, don't, I didn't believe that to be the case coming out of this draft. Um, you know, obviously Bryce Young is a guy that, that a lot of people are going to be watching. He's in a difficult situation as a, as a young quarterback in a team that really is kind of searching for an identity. Um, and and the question I have about him, it, it's been the durability, and whether or not he can step up and, and, and hold up for over the course of a 17-week season and, and beyond. Uh, he's going to go through a lot of growing pains. We'll see how resilient he is. And you go down the list, I'm not gonna, we're not going to go down and break down any of these, all these guys, but the bottom line is that none of them, I don't think, stepped up and showed – that uh, they're going to be, uh, without a doubt, that guy that's going to that's going to be able to carry the the torch and the flag for that franchise for for many years to come. But I wouldn't be surprised 
if one or two of them were that guy. But I, I also expect that uh, there's going to be some failure stories in this rookie class, as there usually is when there when uh, uh, are not those obvious guys coming out that are, uh, you know, the, 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 the real deal, the, the Justin Herberts, the Joe, Joe Burrows, the, um, the uh, you know, you look at uh, – uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on uh, – my my favorite guy from the Colts back in the day, just a complete oh, Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Andrew Luck, yeah. I mean, yeah. those are guys that when they came out, there was no doubt that they were right. going to step up and be that guy. And I don't think there's anybody in this class that really is, has uh, hit me that way, struck me that way, even you know prior to the draft to coming into this season. So we'll see if any of these guys can separate themselves. Where do you think Caleb Williams will fall on the sure thing or not sure thing spectrum? When he comes out, you know, I, I think uh, if if he were coming out this year, I think with with his size and his overall athletic ability, and his his uh, his pocket presence and the type of quarterback he is, I think he probably, in my opinion, would have been uh, the top guy coming out this year. And so he he will be a guy that, barring something un, 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 unexpected happening in terms of injury or just a complete meltdown this year with uh, all the expectations. I would expect him to be the obvious guy next year and, and a guy that can step in and, and, and prove that he's ready to play right from the beginning. Uh, you know, I, there's obviously a lot of talk about him possibly ending up in, in Arizona and what the Cardinals are going to do this year with Kyler Williams and what their mentality is going to be throughout the course of the season. But, um, you know, I, I, I am of the belief that none of these coaches, none of these teams, none of these players – are, are ever going to lay down and, 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 and play for that first pick. Um, you know, the organization is going to have some decisions to make as the season goes along with Kyler Murray, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised either way. Caleb Williams, I think, is the real deal. He'll come out as the obvious guy next year, and I think he'll have a great career at the next level. Steve, last one for you. It's been a really interesting time in New England since Tom Brady left, and, and good and bad, but, but certainly – unusual not to have an offensive coordinator last year. Now, now Bill O'Brien is back. Well, for all the reasons that go into a quarterback's success or failure, and just as you, as you assess him, what is your confidence level that Mac Jones can and will be a success? Well, Bill O'Brien is going to be great for Mac Jones. I don't think there's any doubt about that. That situation that, that was uh, created by choice uh, last year, Bill Belichick making the choice to – and then Matt Patricia is the offensive coordinator, I think will go down as one of the, the biggest head scratchers in the history of, uh, of Bill Belichick's career for sure. Uh, but potentially, you know, in, in terms of offensive decision-making in, in recent history, uh, you, you just can't, you can't put a young quarterback in that situation by choice. Uh, I really like Mac Jones. I, I don't, I, you know, he's, he's a guy that's going to need a lot of support around him. But you put him in a situation where offensive coordinator knows what he's doing and knows how to get the best out of out of a player with his skill set, which I think his skill set is very similar to what Tom Brady had as a from a physical perspective. Uh, you can build around him, and he will be a smart guy. He'll make good decisions. He'll protect the football, and he will not kill your football team uh, if you get him the right kind of a system and the right kind of. Uh, well, you know, opportunity with the players around him, and I think Bill O'Brien will do that. Uh, you know, a lot of crazy stuff has happened, obviously, with the, with the decisions they made with Bailey Zappi and 
you know, who's going to be their backup quarterback going into the season. Uh, but but uh, I think Mac Jones is going to step up and have a much more solid year this year just because of having Bill O'Brien in his corner and, and running that offense. Steve Berlin, my friend, oh, I love having you on, man. That was great. Thank you again for, for, for making time and making us smarter. You got it, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.